Well, to sports next, and a pretty big ruling made today by the IAAF when it comes to track and field. World champion Caster Semenov, she has lost her appeal and will be forced to medicate to suppress her high testosterone levels if she wants to defend her world title in September. Now, the IAAF says that the unusually high naturally occurring levels of testosterone in athletes like Semenov that have intersex conditions that don't conform to standard definitions of male and female give them an unfair competitive advantage. Now, in the ruling, the International Association of Athletics Federations admitted the policy is discriminatory, but, quote, such discrimination is a necessary, reasonable, and proportionate means of preserving the integrity of female athletics, end quote. And for more on this, we're joined now by Bruce Kidd, who won 18 national championships in track and field and is a professor of kinesiology at the University of Toronto. He joins us on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Bruce, good afternoon, and thanks so much for joining us. No worries, Jeff. All right, let's start with uh, Semina's, uh, what's described as an intersex condition that causes her to be hyperandrogenous. That means her body produces much higher levels of testosterone than most uh, women. Why is that a problem for track and field? Why is that a problem for uh, sports? Well, it's not a problem for me, but uh, the IAAF deems that uh, that uh, genetic mutation gives her Uh, such a significant advantage over other female competitors that she should be banned from track and field or she should undergo hormonal therapy to reduce her natural testosterone. Uh, They're upset about that, and uh, the Court of Arbitration for Sport uh, has ruled in their favor, um, declaring that while that rule is discriminatory, uh, it's necessary for fairness in track and field in uh, those five events that the IAAF designates, the 400, the 400 hurdles, the 800, the 1500, and the one mile. All right, but is she technically cheating? Because uh, she's never tested positive for a, a banned substance she's or drug, technically right? technically cheating, and in the executive summary that the IAA, that the court has just released, they go out of their way to say she's not uh, cheating and to commend her for her gracious, courageous uh, behavior over the last 10 years when these accusations have swirled around. So exactly what does uh, the IAAF, uh, what do they want to see? Uh, what's coming out of uh, today's ruling? Well, it'll be up to them that to implement it. Um, And I think uh, we're all uh, deeply worried about what they will do. Uh, Will they conduct a medical witch hunt against uh, athletes that uh, they fear are too fast in those events? Um, There's certainly been uh, a number of documented examples of that happening previously to other women have been involved. Uh, The court itself uh, cautions them because they say that implementation will be very difficult uh we are worried about athletes rights uh so all of this is uh, a big question mark uh up in the air um uh part of the group that i'm with is calling upon the iaaf to ensure that nobody is targeted let alone tested without uh, full legal representation 
Okay, what would you say to those that say, listen, all she has to do is reduce her testosterone uh, levels and that this would just uh, simply uh, go away, that this, this uh, wouldn't be an issue any longer? Well, I guess the question is, is, what is the definition of fairness in sport? She has a genetic mutation that, that, uh, that may give her an advantage, uh, but what about all the other genetic mutations in sport that give advantage to people with uh, extraordinary height, uh, extraordinary reach, uh, extraordinary ability to adapt to oxygen during exercise, and so on. I mean, sport is full of these mutations, these outstanding athletes. Why should this one uh, mutation be singled out for uh, sport? Uh, are we talking about uh, Olympic sport? Or are we talking about hormonal sport? So uh, it's bizarre, and as so many groups like the United Nations uh, Committee on Human Rights have said, it's highly di- and, and the court has admitted it's highly discriminatory. So is this the end of this, uh, do you believe, and what does this mean for the, the future of sport, uh, the Olympics and otherwise, uh, moving forward? Well, that's, that's a great question. Um, we're certainly going to monitor the implementation and see whether, and, and, and uh, I think all of us, certainly for me, would like to go back to the court and have this reversed, but I, I don't think that's immediately possible. But, I, but I, I, don't, I don't know. We're certainly going to monitor the implementation of this rule and see what happens. All right, but you think that this does have far-reaching implications, uh, wide implications for uh, sport in general? It puts a chill over every female athlete in the world. Unless you conform to the IDLF, IAAF view of what women should look like, you could be tested in a highly invasive way. And we will leave it there for now. Thank you, Bruce. That is a Bruce Kidd, who is a professor of kinesiology at the University of Toronto, joining us this afternoon.